Okay, we are recording. So welcome everybody to the Train Like a Ranger podcast. This is uh, this is my sidekick, uh, James Tony. I'm Batman. He is Robin. Welcome, Tony. Um, we've had a good <laughs> good couple months. Uh, me and him have gotten a lot of work done. You guys, uh, you guys make mostly sure. me, but he's he's been a lot of help for real. Um, having you on has been uh, a game changer. For sure, you know, uh, I was working on this thing a lot, but it, it, it is to have another army ranger on the team who works as hard as I do, if not harder, it just changes the game. So appreciate it. And, uh, and so guys, this is, uh, this is James, Tony, you've probably seen him on other podcasts of ours. So we have a lot to cover today. One of the things that uh, that we wanted to do first is we wanted to kind of introduce ourselves and, and talk about what Train Like a Ranger is about and then go into commonly asked questions. So um, I guess that being said, Tony, uh, do you want to kind of introduce yourself and, and talk about, you know, what you do with Train Like a Ranger? Yeah. Um, so obviously I'm Tony or Jay or James or whatever name gets used on wherever it's used. Um, recently I have been, I stepped on at Train Like a Ranger and I have uh, been doing most of the backend stuff. Um, obviously Danny's the one that's putting out the programs and the nutritional programs and things like that. Um, although I had a lot of proofreading to do. Um, <clears throat> and then mostly I have been dealing with the you know, they, he calls me the content manager. So I've been the one that's been uh, making him put out some videos and Instagram lives and now this podcast. So you should have more videos coming weekly. Um, this week, we had both trainer talks. Um, going forward, we plan to do uh, one trainer talk on Monday, uh, this podcast on Friday, and then uh, line up some uh, podcast guests to do um, Wednesdays uh, that schedule will be forthcoming when we have uh, some people lined up and we have kind of all the, the kinks worked out um, for starting to upload a little bit more consistently. So that way we can get more info onto you guys and also answer more of your questions and things like that. Yeah. And that's the goal with, uh, with introducing you more publicly is, you know, James is going to help answer messages as well. So um, it, which you had been doing in the past with through your own account, but now um, it's more of a formal company thing. So uh, expect to see James more uh, answering questions and and uh, interacting. He's knowledgeable in fitness and nutrition as well. Actually, you know, we brainstormed on the nutrition program, so James had a lot to do with uh, the nutrition programs as well, the brainstorming. So it's been nice to bounce ideas off somebody who who knows their stuff as well. So uh, yeah, I guess let's start with these program questions. I get asked about these programs all the time. And, you know, a common question that I get is which program is best for special operations prep and military prep. So, you know, where I'm going to point you guys to the website is the conventional prep program, the advanced military prep program uh, that applies to a bunch of different special operations. You know, people always get wrapped up in, is it for RASP? Is it for SF? Um, and me and you can kind of talk about this, like basically there's that PT test focus in there, but there's also that focus on just being a more well-rounded athlete. So, you know, uh, when it, when it comes to whether it be SF, Ranger, SEAL, whatever, it, whatever your goal is, these programs apply to all those things. Uh, Tony, you've been doing the warrior program. 
uh, that is that is more comprehensive. It is a six month program. It has a lot of accessory info. What is your thoughts on the Warrior program? Yeah, I would say um, the Warrior program is probably your best bet, but it does it is a six month program. Um, so obviously, for some of the guys that are leaving sooner, um, you know they're not going to be able to get that six months knocked out. Um, but the Warrior program is awesome. I mean, I I have been, ooh man, I had been far removed from from much fitness um, between moving out to Tennessee and, and COVID and the gym shutting down and things like that. So I was, I was pretty far removed from any kind of fitness. And I think the warrior program does a really good job of, of um, expecting you to start in like a decent place um, at least knowing how to do the lifts. Um, but they, it allows you to kind of ramp that those lifts up as you go. So the first month is, is pretty, um, None of the months are easy, uh, much easier in comparison to the, some of the months that are farther down. Um, but it does actually a really good job of starting you on these lifts and working you up to the uh, more difficult uh, rep sets and lifts as you go. But it also does a really good job of kind of hitting all of the things you're going to need to pass pretty much any kind of selection for any special operations uh, across the entirety of, of the armed forces. Um, it does a really good job of promoting strength as well as endurance. So you're able to do things uh, that require you to be strong, and, but you're able to do these things for like a long period of time. So you're hitting your rucks and your longer runs and all of the, you know, walking and kit just on a mission, training missions and things like that. It allows you to be strong, but functionally fit at the same time. So you're not going to go into the gym and, you know, you may not be the biggest dude in there, but you are probably functionally fit at the end of the warrior program, uh, more so than anyone else there. Yeah. Thanks for diving in on that. And, you know, a lot of guys, when they're looking at like, uh, prepping for things like maybe the Marine Corps, you know, going into the Navy or, you know, uh, maybe they're looking to be a Navy SEAL. They'll ask about the programs. They'll be like, Hey, do you have swimming in it? Yes. So the warrior program has swimming options as well. And another thing you guys can do whenever you're looking at the running days, and this is pretty general terms but if you're looking at the length of a swimming pool it's about 25 meters give or take right so a good size swimming pool about 25 meters so you can take some of those running distance say on sprinting days and cut them down by a fourth so instead of sprinting say 100 meters you are swimming uh, with intensity for 25 meters so that's something else you guys can do there is swimming included in the warrior program and it does have those distances and things but if you have another program that has running and you want to implement it to swimming uh that's something that can be done as well so just something to keep in mind um so you know leading into uh the the next subject you guys ask hey can i do these programs on top of other activities and i'm gonna leave my piece on this and i'll let james uh james leave his opinion on it but you know, some of these, some of you guys have things going on, like you have outside activities, say it's uh, training uh, in certain sports or, you know, um, or some sort of hobby like that, active hobby. You guys can implement these programs and you can make adjustments as needed. So um, we had a question the other day, James, about, you know, that guy came to the inbox and he says, uh, which day should I start on? You know, and uh, if I have, if, can I start this on a Sunday? Um, so what would you have to say for somebody who has a question like, Hey, can I start this on a different day? Yeah. I mean, obviously, um, realistically, most of the programs written are, are 
you know, Monday through Friday for the most part, but you can pretty much do that in any, and any set kind of days. I would, uh, argue against uh mixing and matching days too heavily i know that if i'm doing the warrior program and i do leg day like there's no way that i could just be like oh i'll just not do arms tomorrow and do back instead like i can't go you do all those squats and then right into deadlifts so i would recommend kind of keeping the the process similarly whether you start on a monday or a saturday or a sunday or a tuesday just so that you do have those like adequate rest days because danny wrote these programs so that you're not overworking those muscles like too many times in a row uh, so you definitely got to make sure that you're keeping i would recommend keeping the program the same in the sense that you're kind of doing the same order um, but obviously if you start on a monday and you have to skip tuesday for you know whatever reason you know from school or you know a sport or work um you can obviously shift as you need to you know for the warrior program for example um for the first month wednesday is a rest day slash a run day um, but if you need to push your tuesday workout to wednesday and continue that's fine too um obviously you have to adapt to your personal schedule and that's going to happen. Life is going to come up. Uh, for example, I ran that Spartan race and I was doing the warrior program and I did Monday and Tuesday of that weeks of workouts, but I couldn't, I wasn't going to do Thursday and Friday a day before my run. So I didn't do those two days that week. And I adjusted as necessary because I knew I was going to be doing a Spartan race on Sunday. So obviously you can start at any point. I just would recommend definitely trying to keep the process the same so that you're not overworking and uh, injuring muscles because you're working them too many times in a row and not resting well. Yeah, I would agree because it goes back to that overtraining concept. I've written articles on it. I've talked about it a lot. You know, you don't want to do legs, 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 you know, and, and keep overtraining that muscle, not <clears throat> allowing time for that recovery. So the way that I have the layout, it you can rearrange things, but you know, if you guys have questions about it, reach out to me because the way I have it laid out is a smart concept. It's to prevent you from overtraining. You're mixing muscle groups by day. And uh, and while there is some overlap, the main focus is going to be specific muscle groups for, you know, that day. So we want to avoid that overtraining. Um, you know, if you guys are looking to make adjustments to things like the advanced military prep program, uh, especially in tier two, there's a lot of uh, a lot of sets. And some of those compound lifts, uh, it goes into the volume concept. So, you know, what I would say is if you are pairing it with something else and you feel like you may be overtraining, cut back on some of those sets. You know, there's all sorts of different ways that you can make adjustments. So, uh, so you guys can do these programs. Just do what you can. Make adjustments as you need to. But these programs, uh, if you can follow it to the best of your ability, I do think that they will prepare you uh, for these things that you guys are going to encounter. Yeah, and I know this is kind of going backwards a little bit. The Warrior Program does a really good job, too, of allowing you to use whatever weights you're comfortable with. So, like, just because, you know, someone is doing, you know, 10 sets of 10 with 135 pounds doesn't mean you have to be doing that. You can do that 10 sets of 10. Hell, you can start at 45 pounds. Um, but you need to start and you need to make it sure it's difficult for you so that you are getting better. But don't feel like you're, you can't do the Warrior Program because you – you know, saw a video of Danny do 
10 sets of 135. And you're like, I can't do that. So obviously I can't do the word program. No, no, no. It starts you off and it had, breaks it down, obviously, like how your one rep maxes and things like that. Um, if you're comfortable doing those and figuring out which weight you should be doing for which exercise for how many sets and breaks that down in the program. But if you feel uncomfortable or you say, though, even if the thing says, hey, you should be able to do this for this and you can't do it you know, don't feel discouraged, just bump it down. Like I said, I was far removed from the gym when I went back for COVID and I was far and away a lot less um, fit than I was, you know, when I was 22 getting back from deployment. So I could used to be able to bench 305 pounds. If I put 305 pounds on the bench right now, it would literally crush me. Like there's no way I can do that. So I have no problem throwing up, you know, or if I'm tired or if I ran, you know, putting up 95, 10 by 10 if that's where I'm comfortable that day. Um, so don't feel like you have to be this stud athlete to do any of these programs. You know, they are all written that you can do your own weight. That's difficult for you and you will see results and you will get better over time. Yeah. And that would be the most ideal uh, thing for me, for you guys, instead of adjusting the sets and reps, my main, my main uh, focus for you guys would be to, Follow the sets and reps if you can and adjust the weights. I think that's a great point. You know, you guys, I get those questions all the time. And uh, guys like, hey, do you think, where do I need to be to be ready for the advanced military prep program? Where do I need to be? And I do have those listed in the descriptions, you know, like, um, but what I would say is don't let, don't let something like the advanced military prep program, the word advanced, make you think that you can't do it. Just do it to the best of your ability. I have instructional videos on there. Um, if you guys want to start somewhere, say you have no lifting experience whatsoever, uh, you can do something like the Newcomer to Athlete program. And the idea behind the Newcomer to Athlete program is it starts on a lot of uh, on a lot of machines and kind of progresses to compound lifts. So that is, uh, that's where the Newcomer to Athlete program is good. And again, I have, in all these programs, I have links to uh, all these videos, I mean, tons of videos that I did on instructionals on how to do each exercise. They're all covered in there. So uh, that's a good one to start. And and I would say, you know, most people can do the advanced military prep program off the bat. You know, uh, if you have any sort of lifting background whatsoever, just get in there and do what you can. Do it to the best of your ability and work your way up as you go. You can always improve your uh, how much weight you're lifting. You can improve the intensity that you're running, all those things. So don't feel discouraged because of the word advanced. Yeah, absolutely. And the only thing that I would say is like, if you are newer to lifting, um, just make sure that you are, you know, not walking in. And even if you're a strong person, like you shouldn't be doing deadlifts or any of those kind of Olympic lifts with like heavy free weights. Uh, definitely watch some of the videos first. Don't want anybody to hurt themselves. Just kind of jumping into those. Um, and if you, you know, you can always do machine alternatives to kind of get, that together or for example you can do some of that stuff on a smith machine where it's a little bit safer um obviously it cuts down the range of motion like a tiny bit um but i would just you know watch the videos make sure your form is good before you start you know trying to you know deadlift 300 pounds um from the floor on uh, olympic bar no doubt yeah form is uh form is the most important important thing for you guys make sure that you're doing these lifts correctly um you know i know some people want to go in there and be the guy who lifts the most, but you guys need to have a solid foundation. So as you progress your weights, progress smart and make sure that you are maintaining your proper form because uh, 
if you if you lived incorrectly and injured yourself, you're going to be out for a long time, and all those gains you could have been having is uh is gone. Not to mention you can you can hurt yourself for a long time. So just make sure that you are checking your form. Like I said, I have links like to forever. all. Yep. <laughs> like you can hurt yourself for forever. Yep. <clears throat> yep. So uh, great point, and uh, and so uh, you know I get this too. Which program is good for PT test improvement? And so going back to the military prep pro- uh, concept, programs that focus on PT test improvement, the conventional military prep program. And by the way, if you guys want to know what that is, it's kind of like a watered down version of the advanced military prep program. Still has a lot of good concepts. It's a very well rounded program. But uh, if you guys want to start there, that's a good one as well. You could start with the conventional, then progress to the advanced military prep program. Um, so that's another option. It does have PT test focus. The advanced military prep program definitely has PT test focus. The warrior program has PT test focus. So those are three programs that. They all pretty much do. I, I mean, those those military programs that specifically the conventional, the advanced and the warrior program uh, that are geared towards uh, military they're all going to help you with your PT test. Uh, obviously, we like being uh, more fit and strong is going to help you on your PT test in the long run. Either way, and I will say the those programs are also going to help you with the uh, ACFT as well. Um, although I don't know how long that's going to stick around for. We've seen ups and downs on that, but that'll also help um, with that as well. So you'll be able to feel comfortable knowing that you're going to be fit and ready for both. Yep, no doubt. Uh, yeah, we've taken all these things into consideration. So, you know, those functional movements are going to transfer in a lot of places. So um, going into uh, some of these other questions, you know, uh, people ask about does one question we got during a live stream was, does TLR improve running? Yes, we have running implemented in a lot of the programs. Um, those programs we just listed. Cardio is, is implemented. I, the The only program that doesn't have uh, cardio implemented is the gym rat program and it and it specifically specifies this is a weightlifting only program that's just for guys who want to go to the gym and just lift weights and nothing else um that is that is a program for that but most programs have that cardio implemented it has weightlifting it has cardio it's trying to most programs try to be uh really well-rounded so uh, but we do have a running specific program it is the conventional military uh excuse me uh comprehensive running program um people ask what the length is on that. So we actually do that in phases. Instead of setting specific lengths, there's different phases. It starts from a very beginner level and works to a very advanced level. And you can progress in this program at your own pace. So once you're hitting the check mark goals, then progress to the next phase. So in short, the program is as long as you need it to be. Yeah, the comprehensive running program is a goal-oriented program, not so much a time-oriented program. So once you are hitting those milestones, and some people may, some of those milestones are tough, and some people are just, you know, if you're lifting a lot and you're strong or, you know, you're a shorter guy who's really fit and strong, uh, like some of those are like, I don't know, five and a half, six-minute miles are getting, those are tough for me, and I'm pretty skinny, dude. Um, but they, it'll honestly, the, in the long run, it's going to make your two-mile time skyrocket as well as your five-mile time as you kind of increase those distances. Yeah, and I do have, like, estimated time frames that you guys can look at, but just know you can, you can keep it more goal-oriented or you can stick to those times. We do kind of account for both, but uh, that program is meant to improve a bunch of areas. Uh, make people faster, 
make people run at better times. It focuses on distance as well. So, you know, it's a really, really well-rounded running program and it has a bunch of different goals in mind. So um, let's look at, can I do the running program at the same time as other programs? Answers yes. A lot of people like to compare the uh, the running program with things like the advanced military prep program. Some guys who um, want that extra activity, they treat it as like a two a day and they do the running. Uh, you can do it either in the morning or in the evening and do your lifting in the morning. Um, you can swap that, treat it as a two a day, uh, whatever fits best for you. But a lot of people do it that way. Yeah. Although I will say, um, I did a, a, with the warrior program, I was doing like a, you know, version of the comprehensive running program at the same time because the warrior program does have run days in it um i would say they're less goal oriented more uh you know get done oriented sort of like just lifting is um so i was kind of doing days of the comprehensive running program in place of those warrior program running uh portions where it says you know run two miles run a mile, run three miles or no more than three miles. So I would just put the comprehensive running program days into those running slots on my warrior program workout. Yeah, exactly. It goes back to use these programs as you need them. You know, um, the way that these programs are written is if somebody has nothing else going on in their life, no other hobbies, no other things, and they want to be ready for the military. Hey, this is your layout. This is what you can do. And that's the, I'm giving them all the activity, but if you guys have other things at play, just know that you can alter those days as you need to. So um, we can probably try to hit some, uh, how many more questions are we going to do? Let's do, uh, let's do, let's do why get a program versus not. And let's talk about nutrition. Okay. So, <clears throat> Uh, first, let's go into nutrition. So, which nutrition program is best for military prep is a is a question I commonly get, and so it's kind of uh it's kind of loaded because basically the way that we base our nutrition programs is off of caloric needs. So we have a free calorie calculator at trainlikearanger.com. It's under the uh, nutrition tab, and you guys can go in there and. And there's a calorie calculator on our website. You can calculate how many calories that you need to eat for your goal. And we talk about that more below, adding and subtracting uh, calories. So make sure you determine your calorie needs. But we do have kind of a well-rounded idea of what most people are going to need. We have a weight loss program. We have a athletic performance program. And I would say that athletic performance program is going to fit most people. With that calorie needs, how active you're going to be with the program. I would say that's going to fit most people, the athletic uh, performance program. Uh, for guys looking to gain mass, say they're trying to gain mass while doing the program, look at the, the weight gain program. Um, so we have, we have three programs with well-rounded ideas. And uh, the meals, we have seven different meal days. So these are like multiple meals per day um, broken into, uh, we have seven different options and a lot of, uh, a lot of additional information. So make sure you guys check that out and uh, and see what, what's going to fit you. We have descriptions. We have a nutrition page, and, and you guys can look more into 
you know, what would fit you. Yeah. Like the running program, the nutrition programs are also goal oriented. Like the programs are written for what you want out of it. So like we have essentially what's going to be more of like a uh, program that's going to help you lose weight and cut back. And uh, we have the mass gain, which is going to help you, you know, pack on muscle, especially if you're doing like the gym wrap program and things like that. And then uh, like Danny said, the, I mean, the, uh, the middle one is going to kind of be the sweet spot for most of you guys um, that are like running these programs or anybody who's in, that's probably going to be your sweet spot where you're going to be able to um, hold your level of fitness while, you know, getting better and things like that, but not putting on too much size and not cutting weight down. Um, it's going to be like kind of right in that center line is where you're going to, most of you guys are going to be, <clears throat> uh, especially if you are in, or you're like in the middle of like the warrior program. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so a lot of people ask, um, you know, why, why get, um, why get a program, you know, like, uh, do I need a program? A lot of guys will try to look for things off of, uh, the go army, uh, website and they'll kind of pick some, uh, PT improvement and stuff like that. You know, really really guys the the main benefit of getting a program is just guidance if you guys are newer to training concepts our programs i can speak for our programs have a lot of guidance we talk about why we do what we do um purpose there's purpose and there's um there's detail in our programs so it it we really are i wrote these things to be very well well rounded so um i would say you know, if you guys are looking for guidance and a good way to reach your goal, that's why you would get a program, like a blueprint. Yeah, I mean, plus you get the added benefit of being able to, you know, get extra information and ask us questions specifically about the programs and things like that, um, I think is an added benefit. I would also argue that, um, you know, PT test improvement and just things that you grab, they're going to be uh, generically based around, you know, doing good at what the army says you need to be good at and you're scored on, you know, isn't always going to translate to your 12 mile ruck, the five mile run that only, you know, airborne and special operations and up to um, these programs are going to make you a better, more fit and functionally fit person in general, whether you're joining the military or not, but it's going to give you a added level of fitness on top of just being able to do a lot of push-ups and sit-ups in two minutes and run two miles sort of fast. You know, you're going to feel better and stronger when you're doing kit runs and ruck marches and log carries. And when you have to carry the guide on for runs and all of that stuff, this is all going to help you. And it's going to help you excel at every physical fitness step of the army. That's not necessarily graded or scored or on some of those PT test improvement plans. Um, this is going to make it so that you are capable of doing these things because Danny wrote these plans because he knows what it's like to be a ranger. So he knows what it's going to be like when you have a heavy radio on your back with your kit and all your ammo and all of that stuff on, he knows what you're going to need physical fitness wise to um, suck just a little bit less when you're doing all that stuff. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so I, I guess, man, let's go into these, uh, these live stream questions. So we did a live stream the other day. Um, also, I answered a bunch of messages and we kind of compiled some common questions and, and things that people want to know. So I wanted to talk about that and see, you know, kind of knock out some of these questions that you guys may have. So you guys tuning in, we're first going to, uh, going to just start going through these, uh, these questions that we had over this live stream and, uh, through messages and kind of start knocking out some frequently asked questions. 
Yeah, we figured that, um, you know, in the live streams or in messages, if someone has this question, uh, that probably means a lot of you guys have the same question. Um, so whoever can't make it to the live streams or, you know, you're not reading our messages um, to one person, we wanted to make sure that we got that information out. As If people are curious about it, we want to be able to answer those questions for you guys. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So uh, so one question we got was uh, was about treadmills. One guy said, will my... Will using a treadmill improve my mile time uh, on like an actual track? And what I'll say is, uh, what I'll say is a treadmill is lower impact and it's it's something that you can do to substitute for run, cardio. Uh, those cardio benefits will translate, but road work is gonna be most ideal. Getting out on the road, running on, on uh outdoors and on surfaces it's going to be way different from a from a track that's like guiding you right because whenever you're running on the road you need to propel yourself forward so there's just more work being done there's a more real feel and i think that's where you want to spend most your time improving your run times now a treadmill's definitely not gonna not gonna hurt uh to mix in here and there you know uh if you guys if you guys uh are looking for a low impact way to run and mix in you guys can spend time on the treadmill and it will translate but road work is going to be most ideal yeah and added to that i mean um if you're only doing cardio on like a treadmill and swimming and stuff like that uh you not being used to that impact is going to be you'll see guys uh throughout basic throughout rasp and airborne school and all of that they're going to get shin splints and they're going to get them real bad uh they're just not used to it uh, used to the impact running into the concrete and things like that. So um, I would definitely recommend running outside as much as you can. Um, probably should take my own advice more often, but <laughs> um, yeah, I would just recommend definitely like, like Danny said, the impact is going to be better overall. Yeah. I'm glad you said that too, because I've, I've wrote articles about this. We're going to cover this in our trainer talks, but what a lot of people don't know is whenever you do physical activity, um, that not only builds up your muscle stronger, it's going to build up your bones stronger. So constructive impact, constructive resistance training is going to make not only your muscle stronger, but your connective tissue and your bone stronger. So, you know, this training makes your body stronger. It's going to make it more durable, more dense. Uh, you know, that all that translates. So guys who are having issues with shin splints, usually what happens is they go from a low amount of activity to a high amount of activity. And it causes all sorts of issues and injuries and things like that. So you guys make sure that that's another benefit of getting a training program, a blueprint and training your body, working yourself up to be a more durable, um, you know, dense athlete. You guys are going to be able to just handle impact. Um, yeah. And swimmers, I know a lot of swimmers have it the worst because like their cardio is phenomenal. Like, swimming is a great great activity for for cardiovascular health but uh they just they are not used to their their shins and bones smashing into the ground with like the, all of their body weight behind it and just the amount of shin splints that swimmers will get if they don't um make it a point to to run and get some impact outside is it, it, it gets rough for them yeah no doubt i mean and especially if you guys are looking for you guys are here for the military prep i mean we're talking running uh rocking we're talking if you're doing airborne operations you're smashing into the ground like me and him know that well quite literally yes yeah. 20 <laughs> 22 feet per second i think it is with the no with your... 16 feet per second oh. i think is the, the current <clears throat> 
It was worse with the older parachutes. I think the newest C11 shoot there. I think it's something like 16 feet per second. What was the other one we jumped with? T10? Was that it? T10. Yeah. Yeah. That one hurts when you hit the ground and when it opens, dude. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I think we would have had better luck jumping out with a pillowcase, dude. Just, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. So, you know, that's, uh, that's a great point, man. I'm glad you brought that up. Now, uh, so I had a question here about creatine. We're putting out a supplement video soon. So I would just mm. say, uh, I'll say, I'll say quick, quick uh, tips for that because we have a whole video coming on it. Creatine is good for anaerobic type activities, uh, activities that are typically less than 10 seconds per set, power strength type uh, focuses, not good for endurance. So uh, you guys can take creatine and other supplements. Like I said, we got a whole video coming out on this on Trainer Talks. So make sure that you look at our Trainer Talks. We'll talk more about fitness oriented stuff. We're putting those out weekly. So uh, you want to get into the the uh, commonly asked uh, military questions? Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So here's a good one. I get this one a lot. Should I gain weight before going into the military? And this goes to the to another uh, question we had on on body composition. So uh, I think this kind of translates. I would say it depends. It depends on what you're doing. It depends on what your goals are and can you still perform? Because at the end of the day, your main focus should be on performing to the criteria. Now, if you're if you're a little guy and you need some muscle mass, then yeah, it's not definitely not going to hurt you to put on that muscle mass and help yourself have a foundation and carry weight and bear loads. And, um, but performance focus would be most ideal for me. If you can gain mass and still perform, then why not? Yeah, I mean, so it also depends, I think, on your age a little bit, too. Um, uh, like, I mean, you joined at 17. I mean, you were 5'4", 120 pounds soaking don't, wet. Like, <laughs> don't, let, don't listen to his. Um, I'm not 5'4". So when I joined, I I was, um, I don't know, probably about 5'10", uh, maybe, maybe 135 pounds when I joined the Army. Yeah. I was as well. I was 135 pounds going into RASP. I get that question a lot. What weight do I need to be? Um, yeah. Well, but I see, I gained a ton of weight through basic and AIT and cause I was, you know, 18 and going 19 to 20 going towards RASP. So I was, my body was growing just in general. Yep. Um, and I, you know, with all of the training and all of that stuff, like I was just like packing on size. So I went from 135, um, and then throughout RASP, I lost a little bit of weight because of pneumonia. But like when I showed up to first bet, I was probably like uh, 175. Like I probably gained 40 pounds of like good weight just throughout the process. Um, now, granted, I could have done a better job of getting a little bit more in shape, but I grew, I was growing still when I joined. Um, so obviously, if you're an 18 year old person, like you're going to get bigger and your body is going to grow and you're going to become you over time. I mean, guys don't stop growing until they're like 25 or something ridiculous like that. Um, for uh, women, it's a little bit earlier, but you're still growing into yourself. So you will see your body change over that if you're joining at 18. Um, but if you're 25 and you're, you know, 136 foot, 130 pounds, I would probably recommend putting on a little bit of size. Uh, if for nothing else to be a little bit stronger, but to be, be more durable. Like he said, I mean, he's talking about density and like your bone strength, things like that. 130 pounds. I mean, 
you're in danger of getting some injuries just from uh, bearing uh, loads and things like that, that you just don't want to be getting into that. But trying to gain a lot of weight at 18, like that's going to come for sure with time if you're going to be um, actively engaged in physical activity. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, we, we both were, I mean, we were kids. We were kids whenever we showed oh, up. Yeah, to, absolutely. <clears throat> we we thought we were big boys, but we were, we were kids, man. Like 100... Yeah, I was 135 pounds um, going into rasp, and then uh, probably 135 pounds coming out of rasp. Who knows? Yeah, I was gonna say maybe even 130. Um, <laughs> but like when I got back from um, like deployment, I was 195 pounds. So like I had slowly gained weight over time. Um, now I sit at about naturally at about like 183. Um, but you're going to grow into yourself. Uh, for me, it's hard to gain weight, uh, even muscle mass. It's just like, I'm not built like that. Um, <clears throat> but like you said, the goal is to be functionally fit. So, you know, if that requires you to add a little bit more muscle mass, then yeah. But as long as you're able to, to do what you need to do, then that's really the goal. Um, and especially if you're young, those other things are going to fall into place. If you're doing the right thing, you're eating right, things are going to fall into place properly for you. Exactly. Exactly. Working towards that performance is going to put you in a good body type. And like I said, focusing on your nutrition. If you guys are, you know, skinny, skinny guys, I would recommend putting on some muscle mass. Um, if you guys are, you know, looking to lose some weight, we have programs for that as well. Like, again, goes back to the, the athletic performance program. I think will suit a lot of people. But we also have a mass game program for guys who are really uh, really skinny and need to put on some muscle for these things. It's not going to hurt you. Um, yeah. So, okay. Uh, I get, I get a lot of questions on option forties. Uh, cause I'm the guy who will uh, actually talk to these kids these poor kids who are terrified. Uh, how nice would that have been for us, dude? Like we didn't know what was happening. No, no idea what we were getting ourselves into. Um, <clears throat> I thought I was going to, to Ranger School right after basic training. And then I saw a guy with a tambourine, and we didn't know what that was. Remember that? No. We're like, what is that? Um, yeah. What's a rasp? You know, like, uh, so things have changed yeah. quite a bit. No idea. Well, things have changed, and I think, uh, I, I don't know. People uh, have, they come looking for the information where I, I was not in that same boat. Um when I, I had just kind of, you know, it, like I said, if I said this in our, one of our original podcasts, um, if my recruiter wasn't a 13 Fox, like, I don't even know what I'd be, what I've done in the army. Like he, he, that popped up on the screen. He's like, he's like, this is it, dude. This is what you, this is the, this is the career path for you. He's like, this is what like dudes like me, this is what we want. And I was like, all right, sign me up. Let's do that. Then, you know, I had no idea. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I'm glad that more information is getting put out so that people know uh, what they're getting into. Not that I'm I'm upset that I got into it, just that you know I could have been a little bit more prepared. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> Somebody's got to do it, dude. Somebody's got to do it. Um, yeah. So, uh, you know, I get I get a lot of questions on things like that. Um, I we did a podcast. Uh, I did a podcast with a recruiter. I, I talked to a recruiter about the option forty, uh, laid out options. You know, um. Talk well, about hold on. first things first, if you haven't watched the podcast, uh, you know, definitely check it out. But if you don't, um, they're not gone. 
So whoever is telling you guys that option 40s are no longer a thing is 100% lying to you, and they are either lying or they don't know what they're talking about. But either way, their option 40s are still a thing, and they are still contracts that get given out. Don't let people tell you. That I, the amount of people that have come and asked me, they said, this. my recruiter told me those aren't a thing anymore. Yeah. That is wrong. It's not true. They are still a thing. Don't want someone to tell you they aren't because they want to try to get you into a different job or something else or hit their numbers. Um, just remember, you need to look out for yourself. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, and the goal with that podcast was to get the recruiter's view of things, understand, you know, their frustrations, administrative difficulties. Um, you know, I thought he was being pretty clear cut and honest and things like that. So, you know, we got to hear his uh, perspective. So, you guys just make sure that you get what you want, though. That is that is ultimately my advice is they are available. You guys get the job you want. You guys get the uh, get the contract you want. Uh, I would really try to get things in writing because nothing is is guaranteed beyond that. Yeah, like I said in the in the live stream when you said that, get something in writing is more of like a life advice thing, um, <laughs> not just for for the army. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I definitely work and, and don't always, I know a lot of people ask me, uh, and I, I'm sure Danny has gotten the same amount of questions about it. Um, they're like, hey, should I just take this? It's an option 40 um, for, you know, a mechanic or, you know, whatever it is. They're like, I just, I, you know, I want to be in regiment so bad. Um, you know, that's kind of your job. There's things you can, you can change over it in some ways, but that's not, I wouldn't count on that. Um, changing your MOS later on. Uh, I would, I would really recommend sometimes waiting a little bit. Um, you know, don't just take the first thing that's offered to you. Yeah, no doubt. Um, I think in the podcast, one of the things that was said was, uh, you know, be open-minded and look at other jobs. You know, you guys, if you guys know what you want go for that job, um, for guys who are not sure what, I think what was meant to be said, whenever that was said, I think he said it, uh, or I said it, I don't know who said it, but, um, basically just. If you don't know what you want, just know there's there's other jobs out there and they could uh, fit you if you have no idea what you want. But if you know dead set what you want, stick to that, get that job, uh, get that job with the option 40 because ultimately your MOS makes your military career. So make sure you're doing something you want to do despite special operations or not. Yeah, but obviously I know a lot of guys are like, oh, I want to be an 11 Bravo. Like I want to be an infantryman. Like. That's not you knowing what you want to do. That's just not knowing what the options are. So sometimes, you know, looking into some of that other stuff, um, and that doesn't go for everybody, but sometimes like, you know, you know, I want to be an infantryman ranger. And that's just the thing, you know, but there are so many other options. There's a lot of guys that are out there with the infantryman doing the infantryman stuff, but other added responsibilities on top of that, um, which we have obviously talked about being 13 foxes and 68 whiskeys and 25 series for, for combo and things like that. Those are those guys that are still out there going out with the guys, but doing other things and have other responsibilities. So there are ways for you to get out there and be a ranger, but maybe do something that is a little bit more technical or maybe we'll help you a little more on the outside and things like that. So those are always options to, to keep uh, an open mind to um, when, when that those options are being, you know, put forward or put on the table, you know, make sure you do your research. You know, obviously you've, you've seen a podcast with me and Danny about 30 foxes. There's the, our, our medic 68 whiskey one. Um, we are going to work on getting a 25 series out here as well for a, for a guested podcast um, to get as much information about these other jobs as possible. Um, so, you know, 
don't just pigeonhole yourself into because I that was that was me. I said I wanted to be a, an infantryman, and my recruiter was Dirty Fox. He said, "This is awesome. You'll you'll like this," and I loved it. And I honestly push people to it all the time. I don't think I would have wanted to do any other job in the army. Yeah, exactly. And that was I think that was the point of what was being said is just know that there's other things and do your research. Obviously, do what you want to do. You know, that's the thing with yeah, this podcast really. is um, <clears throat> it's like frozen in time on these videos, and people will pick apart everything so. yeah but uh, no yeah well no one no one here at Dreamlink ranger is going to tell you uh, you know take it takes a job you don't want or, or do something that you don't want to do um uh, we're just trying to give out as much information as possible um and we do try and uh, as much as we may give anecdotal advice or you know stories and things like that from us um you know we're at no point would i just be like don't ask to be a, a 11 bravo be a 13 fox like if you really are just i don't want to be an instrument go be an instrument yeah no doubt yeah, it does not benefit us for you guys to enlist. It doesn't benefit no. us for you guys to do something you don't want to do. Or, you know, uh, we only want to help you guys. Um, so just know that. Know that we're not formally commissioned at this time by uh, the military. We're just here to help. So, you know, uh, um, in, in all the ways that we can. We're here to help military guys. We're here to help Anybody, uh, anybody who's interested in fitness, we're qualified for that. Guys who want to know about nutrition, we're qualified for that. We're just uh, we're a jack of all trades. Yeah. That being said, though, 13 Fox is the best. You should do that. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, not trying to sway you, but you, you, guys, you guys know what to do. Um, all right, brother. So we talked about time, uh, time frames. I uh, just cheated, showed you guys my notes here. Um, so we, we, uh, we talked about time frames, so we're within our uh, our time frame. We're trying to keep these podcasts within a certain window. So uh, yeah. let's let it roll over into the next one, guys. We got plenty of questions. Um, you guys, be sure to join me for my live stream. So we're going to do them on, on YouTube and, and Instagram. So make sure that you guys, if you aren't subscribed, subscribe to my YouTube. If you got time, um, go check out my Instagram. I also have Facebook and, and a very, very sad Twitter right now. Um, but we have other, uh, other forms of social media, so be sure mm -hmm. to check us out. Yeah, and you'll find me on there as well. Um, you guys can feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I am a little bit worse at social media than Danny is. Um, I am doing my best. I'm getting better. I'm working on it, I swear. Um, <clears throat> but I am, you'll see me, uh, you know, YouTube comments, Instagram, on the Instagram live streams, obviously here. Um, I have my hands on trainer talks and um, and stuff like that. So I am also an option for an answering of questions, you know, if Danny's, being lazy and not getting back to you, you can reach out to me. Uh, no big deal. Uh, so, um, yeah. And like he said, these will be, this is not live, but, uh, we do plan to do this podcast on Friday evenings. Uh, we'll probably put out a scheduled time, uh, post it out on social media, um, have them live so that we can have these questions kind of compiled, but you can also stop in and, uh, watch and ask questions in real time. Um, and get our answer on a specific thing that you want to know about that maybe we haven't hit yet on um, any of our trainer talks or one of these podcasts or one of the earlier podcasts. Yeah, no doubt. Like I said, just stay tuned. We'll announce, uh, we'll announce these days, these times, and, uh, and we'll try to keep uh, everything as transparent as we can. So um, anything else before we end today? Um, no, I think I hit all of my things. Uh I think I'm okay. Okay, cool. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, be sure to check out trainlikearanger.com for all your fitness and nutrition needs. We have workout programs. We have nutrition programs. We have merch and apparel and much more on the agenda. So 
you guys remember to train to your utmost potential like a ranger.